Hi, this is Nancy Darling. Welcome to the One Step to Life podcast, talk and tales for folks living with chronic pain and those who love them. Today's episode is titled, Is Tyramine Intolerance Triggering Your Stress, Headaches, and Vomiting? by Nancy Darling. First published March 1st, 2021. Tyramine is a naturally occurring amino acid present in many common foods. Cheese, sausage, lentils, snow peas, and soy. Deli meat, sauerkraut, nuts, wine, and beer. Yogurt and Cheetos all have high levels of tyramine. Because tyramine occurs when proteins age, virtually all leftovers are high in tyramine. For example, I might cook fresh chicken this evening. It's low in tyramine. Then I put the leftovers in the fridge. Tomorrow, it will be high in tyramine. Because deli meats are cooked, stored, sold, and then kept in the fridge for days, they are all high in tyramine. Dry-aged cheeses like Parmesan are also very high in tyramine, as is fresh yeasty bread. Pepperoni pizza, fresh crust, Parmesan cheese, dried pepperoni sausage may be the king of the tyramine world. Tyramine intolerance can cause migraine, heart and GI problems, and vomiting. I first learned of tyramine when my son's headache specialist put him on a strict low tyramine diet. Now, I had never heard of tyramine. But however, going on a low tyramine diet honestly changed my son's life. Although high levels of tyramine are common in many foods, most people have no trouble with them. A digestive enzyme, monoamine oxidase, breaks down excess tyramine, releasing only a modest amount of it into your system. That modest level of tyramine is important as it plays a key role in regulating heart rate and blood pressure. Unfortunately, some people are what are called tyramine sensitive. They have low levels of monoamine oxidase in their intestines. This can be genetic or it can be because of intestinal inflammation or damage. Because people with low levels of monoamine oxidase can't digest tyramine, it builds up in their systems. That can cause severe problems. Tyramine sensitivity is much like lactose intolerance. Many people have the necessary enzyme to digest lactose and have no trouble drinking milk or eating dairy products. When those who are lactose intolerant drink milk, however, they become extremely sick from eating otherwise healthy food. Similarly, if you don't have enough monoamine oxidase in your system, tyramine builds up and can make you very ill. When tyramine builds up in your system, it can cause severe problems, heart palpitations, high blood pressure fluctuations, vomiting, intestinal issues, migraine, and brain fog. Then things get complicated. The body responds to high levels of tyramine by releasing the neurotransmitters epinephrine and norepinephrine, the stress hormones. These raise blood pressure and heart rate. In extreme amounts, epinephrine and norepinephrine can trigger serotonin syndrome, a cardiac emergency. It can lead to stroke or to death and requires immediate emergency treatment. Fortunately, serotonin syndrome for tyramine intolerance is quite rare 
especially with modern diets and refrigeration techniques. Serotonin syndrome is most likely to occur when people are prescribed MAOI inhibitors for depression or Parkinson's disease. However, systemic problems from tyramine are common. First, eating high tyramine food, blue cheese dressing for instance, or a sausage pizza with a glass of wine can trigger migraine. Most foods associated with migraines are high in tyramine. Second, tyramine can have long-term effects on neurotransmitter balance, which can be very problematic. Both my husband and my son provide good examples. Now, at the time of my son's first visit to a headache specialist, he had two serious problems. First, with the severe migraine attacks. Second, was something that had crept up on him so slowly, we just thought it was part of being sick. That problem was profound brain fog. Now, my son was disorganized, not a little disorganized like most middle schoolers. He was constantly losing things, assignments, socks, baseballs, I swear his head. He would re misremember things, having trouble sometimes distinguishing between what he thought about doing and what he actually had done. It was scary. His schoolwork would get done but be at home. Needed books were left at school. We met time after time after time with his teachers. We came up with all kinds of plans. Nothing changed. Brain fog. We thought it was either because he was sick or it was just who he was. But it wasn't. The ability to focus and concentrate depends on the balance of two key neurotransmitters, dopamine and serotonin. This is where tyramine comes in. Tyramine blocks dopamine receptors. When those receptors are blocked, the body responds by producing more serotonin to keep things in balance, except you already have enough serotonin, so the serotonin levels get out of adjustment, which affects dopamine levels. It, like all areas of neuroscience, is complicated. Bottom line, the body's neurotransmitters are no longer properly balanced. The result? profound brain fog. As soon as my son's doctor suggested, our whole family went on the low tyramine diet to help with his migraines. Within days, my son felt a profound change in his ability to focus. Within weeks, he was sharp and organized. The brain fog was gone. And I felt like I had my son back. Now, the pain was still there. Unfortunately, High tyramine could trigger his migraines, but low tyramine did not alleviate them. But his brain was functioning. It made a huge difference, an unbelievable difference. The second thing we learned was that my husband was tyramine sensitive as well. As soon as we went on the diet, my heart, husband's heart stopped skipping. Remember how tyramine regulates heart rate? If you can't digest it, it raises your blood pressure and speeds up your heart, often causing it to skip. Once we lowered it on our, in our family's diet, my husband's blood pressure dropped and his heart went back to normal, and he felt much less stressed. 
following a low tyramine diet, more than a list. There are two critical parts of eating a low tyramine diet. Avoid foods high in tyramine and eating food that is fresh, fresh, fresh. The American Headache Foundation has a good list of high tyramine foods to avoid. Just Google it. Um, look up American Headache Foundation Low Tyramine Diet or American Headache Foundation Headache Diet or go to our website. Now, it's trickier than it may look. Avoiding soy is critical and it is in many, many, many foods. You will become an expert at reading labels. Soy, it turns out, is in everything. Canned tuna fish often has soy sauce in it, even tuna canned in water. Bacon and dried sausage are out. Anything with MSG is gone, which includes a large number of canned soups. Cheese is a very common ingredient in snack foods. Cheese is the hardest. And as Sean Snero always says, nachos, Cheetos, and ramen are the worst for tyromane-sensitive folk. No dried beans, no yogurt. Now, we love to cook. We find it easier to start with what you can eat and build up your menu from there. That's basically all meats, grains, roots, and leafy vegetables. There's a lot of fresh, tasty food out there. And American cheese, butter, and cream can be decent substitutes in dishes where you really want that cheese flavor without the tyramine. Similarly, molasses and salt can be used as soy sauce substitutes. Because so many people are lactose intolerant or have soy allergies, you can find a lot of substitutions on the web. Google it. Google is your friend. But the key is fresh food. No joke. The most important thing to think about when undertaking a low tyramine diet is freshness. If you're on a low tyramine diet, you can't buy meat at the grocer and leave it in the refrigerator a day or two before cooking. It's been sitting thawed at the grocer. It sits in your fridge. All that time, its tyramine levels are rising. Deli meat is straight out. No bologna, salami, ham, or roast beef. No pepperoni, really. Frozen meat and fish is your safest bet. It's usually fresh frozen when packaged. If you keep it frozen until cooking, it will be low in tyramine when it's served. You can also try to locate a good local butcher. That worked very well for us. Unfortunately, cooking food does not change its tyramine content. In fact, slow cooking in a crock pot or on a barbecue or at low simmering stews radically increases tyramine levels. We bought an electric pressure cooker, a quick pot, because the high fast cooking keeps tyramine levels low in foods like ribs or soups. You must freeze leftovers as soon as possible. Food cooked right after thawing and eaten within 12 hours are probably okay, but why wait? At our house it comes off the table and gets frozen for later microwaving. Otherwise, it sits in the refrigerator shelf and it's easy to have it sit too long. The nice thing about a low tyramine diet is that it's easy to try to see if it helps. Most people can digest tyramine. If you try the diet for a week and it doesn't make a difference, 
go back to eating like normal. But if it does, if you start to feel a change, try it for a little longer. You should see an increase in clarity and a reduction in symptoms, brain fog, migraines, heart problems, vomiting, and GI issues. That's how you can tell that tyramine is a problem for you. As we say in our family, it's an empirical question. Thank you for listening. Please visit us at onesteptolife.com. That's number one, step number two, life.com. Or check out our app at the Apple App Store or on Google Play. Thanks.